We are the remnant. 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 Hey everybody, welcome back. I want to uh, just introduce our next guest who's somebody that I just really appreciate. He's been standing for truth, for righteousness, for the word of God. He loves our country. Uh, many of you know him from way back in the day from Growing Pains, but of course we've seen him in many movies over the years, including Fireproof and Courageous. And I'm just so excited to have my friend, Kurt Cameron. Welcome to the show, Kurt. Hey, Todd. Great, great to be back with you again. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thank you, man. I know you're uh, kind of, you know, going around the country right now. So I think you're in a hotel somewhere. So we don't have the video for those that are streaming online. Uh, but I wanted to have you on, man, because I've been watching the uh, previews for this movie, Life Mark, and very excited about it. The message is unbelievable. And it's actually a true story. So I uh, wanted to, you know, just let the folks know about this film. Can you tell me how you got involved, how this whole project started, and uh, a little bit about the movie? We are so excited about Life Mark. People are coming out of the theaters and they're just bawling their eyes out. They're laughing their heads off. It's truly a, a great film, like all of the Kendrick Brothers movies. And uh, it's the first one that we've done together since Fireproof. So uh -huh. Alex, Stephen Kendrick and me um, put this one on because we, we had to tell this true story. I first learned about it when uh, back in 2019, somebody showed me a little short documentary called I Lived on Parker Avenue. And it's the story of an 18-year-old girl who changes her mind on the abortion table. She places her child up for adoption. He's uh, adopted by a loving family for 19 years. And then he has an opportunity to meet his biological mother. She thinks he hates her for abandoning him, for not raising him. But uh, it turns out the opposite is true. And we have the actual footage of him meeting with her for the first time after 19 years. And he wraps her up in this loving embrace. And he says, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love my family. And um, I have this life that I've been living because of you. And in real life, that birth mother and the young man uh, are now traveling around the country, speaking at churches wow. and schools, encouraging people to adopt children into their family. In fact, the young man is an adoption lawyer. Mm. Uh, and we just had to tell this story. I get to play the adoptive father. And uh, the movie is uh, just, it's better than anything we could have scripted. It has heart. It has humor. It's full of action. There's even skydiving, cliff jumping, ATV racing, knife throwing. Um, oh <laughs> people are just going to love Life Mark. Uh, it was in theaters all weekend and will be at least until Thursday. So uh, if you get a chance, uh, please go see the movie. Yes. Now, who found this story? Was it you or Alex? Or how did you guys find out about these people? So, so somebody sent it to me. I watched it and it moved me. It just, just grabbed my heart. And, and I wanted to turn it into a film. And I simply checked with Alex and Steven as the veteran filmmakers. Guys, what do you think? Do you think this is a good idea before I get started? And they said, not only do we think it's a good idea, we think God wants us to make this with you. Oh, so wow. we produced it together and Alex and I are both starring in the movie. Uh, and man, I just, I can't say enough great things about it. It's, it's probably uh, the project I'm most excited about. And if you loved fireproof, if you liked courageous or war room, uh, you have got to see life mark. Um, yes. People are just raving about it. 
Yes, and I want to play the trailer in a few minutes here. You know, uh, Kurt, you've kind of seen the development of the Christian movie industry over the years. And I love the Kendrick brothers. They've done such a great job in bringing excellence to making these films that they make. I mean, you know, you remember back in the day, the Christian films, and they've just come such a long way. Uh, you know, what does it look like to you as you see the development of Christian movies, and especially with the Kendrick brothers? Yeah, and you go back and, you know, you you know, we've come a long way since those Kirk Cameron Christian movies, you know, those were pretty bad in the beginning. And, uh, and now, and now I'm riding, Hey man, I, I hear you. I, I agree with what you, what you're saying. And that's, and that's the way that it should be. You gotta, before you perfect something, you've got to start something and then practice yeah. makes perfect. And, right. and we need to be doing that in every area of culture. We've neglected the entertainment industry for so long. And yet, what is it that shapes the hearts and minds of our children today? Is it your Sunday right. school class or is it their TikTok channel? Mm. Is it their Instagram and Snapchat? So if we neglect any aspect of culture, and that can include politics and government, look what goes right. on there yes. when godless men and women vacate and they say, yes. hey, you know what? The world's just getting worse. It's going to go to hell. Let's just, uh, you know, have some more Christian chicken at Chick-fil-A and wait for the rapture. <laughs> Right. And, and, and we'll just get out of here. No, bad plan. Bad plan. What we need to do is lean in and get better at leading in entertainment, making movies, music, podcasts, telling stories yes. and education. We've got to rip our kids out of a public school system that has been totally hijacked by darkness and evil. Yes. They're uh, absolutely destroying the hearts and minds and souls of our children. Now they're not even hiding it anymore. You can go to your public school and have a teacher who will hide from their parents yep. that the children are choosing uh, that boys can be girls and girls can be boys and have, you know, drag queen pedophilia hour uh, uh, for story time. It's yep. just terrible. So we need to have men and women of faith who are taking back education for our own children. And we need to do that in government. We need to do it in entertainment and every other place. So Absolutely. I'm glad that you're, I'm glad that you're uh, encouraging people to see life mark because it is a good quality film. And I think that if you want to see a culture that is pro life, pro family, pro love, pro forgiveness, pro reconciliation, pro faith, uh, you've got to tell stories that inspire people in that direction. And life mark certainly does that. That's right. Kurt, you got a bunch of kids. Uh, you and Chelsea, you know, have amazing parents. I mean, you know, so many kids. How many kids you got? Six kids, seven kids? Yeah, we have six kids. Six three kids. Boys, three girls. I mean, so, you know, you, you're coming from a place of understanding, parenting, and what the kids are facing right now. And uh, what you said is so critical, crucial, and important for the Christian community. You know, the Lord's been speaking to me a lot about, etern um, you know, alternate uh, ecosystems, basically coming out from among them, coming out of this system, mm -hmm. this worldly you know, pushing that they're pushing on our kids, this, this stuff that you're talking about and so much more in the curriculums. A lot of parents saw this during the pandemic where, you know, their kids were home doing Zoom calls and all of a sudden they started hearing some of the stuff that their kids were learning in school that they did not know about. Um, you know, one of the things I really admire about you, uh, there, of course, there's many, but, you know, after the election, you were doing those revival campfire meetings. Uh, you know, I, I haven't talked to you since then, but how did that develop and how did that kind of rock your world, man? Well, thank you. You're talking about the American Campfire Revival, where we were in, in essentially under house arrest in California uh, because of you know an, an extreme reaction to a, a virus that you know 98% of the people do just fine with. Um, and it was a time that that I just took to to humble myself and pray and and turn from 
my own sin and seek the Lord. And I did that with a bunch of friends over Facebook uh, around a campfire for a hundred consecutive nights that happened to line up with the first hundred days of uh, the new president's administration. And I learned that there are millions and millions of people who believe like we do, who feel like we do, who think like we think, and who, who have had enough with apathy and complacency, just sitting around playing, you know, let's wait and see right. with what happens in our culture and want to do something. Yep. Uh, and I think that that's just getting back to the original cultural mandate. When I, I say it's kind of a fancy term for what did God tell Adam and Eve to do in the garden? You know, and, and before all this stuff happened, um, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and take dominion over all of God's creation. That is, we shouldn't be a subculture hiding in the corner till Jesus comes. That's right. While the devil rules the place. Um, Those days are over. Jesus showed up and crushed the serpent's head at the cross and said, all authority in heaven and on earth have been given to me. And then he sends us out with the great charge to get back to that cultural uh, mandate, that that great commission, which is um, go and disciple all nations and teach them to obey all the things that I've commanded. Why? Well, because they lead to blessing. They lead to human flourishing. God's ways are the right ways. You choose to sin, you choose to suffer. Get back on the biblical program and you'll lead toward uh, flourishing and blessing and protection. And he says, oh, and by the way, I'll be with you. I will be with you. So my paraphrase of that is, hey, guys, um, I just defeated the devil. All authority has now been given to me. I have the keys to the kingdom. I'm with you. Now, let's go conquer the world on three. Come on. Come on. So what are we doing crying in our Chick-fil-A soup? Just saying the world's getting worse and worse, uh, you know, blaming everything on the devil. When we've got the word of God, we've got the spirit of God. We have uh, Christ himself who's with us. And there's, we're millions and millions, we're billions strong across the world, but we're just whining that the defeated foe is in charge and is going to take over. That's not what I read when I read, when I read the Bible. So I think we just need a, we need a new, new way of framing uh, what we're seeing in the world. And we need to get back on task and heavenize the earth. Like Jesus said, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's right. That's right. Occupy until he comes. You know, um, there's a lot of people that are watching right now, Kurt, and they're discouraged. They're feeling down. And, you know, you just said a lot of very important things. What would you say to the body of Christ? You know, just a few words right now in this very pivotal crossroads moment that we're in as a nation and as a people of God, what would some encouragement and some words that you would give them? Well, my, my mentor, uh, Dr. Marshall Foster, who just recently passed away last month and, um, uh, he, he would always remind me, Kirk, don't get distracted by everything in the foreground. You're looking at your phone. You're looking at the news. You're looking at current events. Uh, don't get distracted by all of that and let it get you down. Look what's in the background of history, the background of that, that, the framework that the Bible has laid out. And here's what it tells you. Covenant keepers win. Covenant breakers lose every time. You just have to stay around long enough to see the end of the story. If you go back in history and you look at the trajectory of uh, good over evil, it is growing exponentially. 
If you look at the spread of the gospel and the advancement of the kingdom, it is growing exponentially throughout history. Uh, people say, oh, things are getting worse. Well, no, it's because you're, you can only say that if you're looking through a very narrow lens. If you go back a thousand years, 500 years, things are much better. I mean, you're probably having a nice cup of coffee in the morning. Look at you, Todd. You've got a podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm making movies uh, about uh, the value of life and the beauty of adoption. Uh, 500 years ago, uh, a thousand years ago, you know, people are getting you know, uh, persecuted to death yes. as Christians. There was no United States of America. There was no such thing as religious freedom, political freedom, economic freedom, educational freedom. There was no such thing as owning your own home and living under your own vine and fig tree and being prosperous so that you could bless your neighbor and live in freedom and liberty. Uh, there was no such thing as healthcare and all this other stuff that we enjoy today. And that's all the result of people embracing the gospel and living out uh, the law of Christ, love your neighbor as yourself. So over time, things have been getting better. And what we need to do is remember that um, covenant keepers win, covenant breakers lose every time. And we're somewhere in the middle of the story right now. And this is a time that I think is very exciting to be alive. Yes. Uh, I don't think this is the end of the story. I think this is, uh, we're still in the beginning chapters of the story and heroes are going to be rising up and fighting right. those exciting fights. And yes. God's got you planted where he has you to fight for truth and beauty and goodness where you are. Maybe you're a mom, maybe you're a dad, you're a salesman, you're a plumber, you're a construction worker, a storyteller, a poet, an author, a pastor, wherever God has you, uh, just get on your knees and say, thank you, God, for this day. Uh, help me be faithful in the work that you've given me to do. And I praise you that all things are working together for good for those who love you. Come on. That's some great advice, Kurt. You're, you're a true hero, man. I appreciate you so much. Uh, before we go, i got one more question for you. So this movie, Life Mark, you know, it talks about adoption. And, and it shows this real-life story about adoption. Now, we just had Roe v. Wade overturning. Of course, this, the battle is now going to the States, but a major victory for us. And I know you've been standing for life for a long time. Uh, what would you say to the mom that is in a situation similar right now and has to make a decision? Uh, you know, should she keep the baby? Should she not? Uh, you know, with this movie and the amazing story behind it? Well, I know that life is precious to God and life is precious to you. It's precious to me. Difficult decisions are always hard, but I think if we look to God and we say, God, give me wisdom, give me, give me uh, discernment. What, what do you want me to do? Um, he will tell you and you'll know. And I can tell you that from my personal experience, my wife and I have six children. Four of our children are adopted. They were one doctor appointment away from not existing. And I am so thankful that those moms made the right choice, the loving choice. And more than that, my wife is an adopted child. Wow. So the most precious and important person in my life is here because someone had a, a, a terribly difficult decision to make. And she decided for whatever reason that she was going to, she was going to love that baby rather than abort that baby. 
And I'm so glad that she did. And if my wife hadn't been born, either would our two natural born children be alive. So I would say there are so many people who want to adopt, who are unable to have children. uh, And there is so much pain and guilt and regret that many women will tell you they've experienced for decades after having an abortion. Um, And it really just comes down to if this is a little life, protect it. And, and God will help you through the, the difficult decisions. And LifeMark can show you the beautiful result of what can happen if you choose life. That's right. That's right. Powerful words from a powerful man of God. Uh, movies and theaters now. Kurt, where can they go find the film? Where can they go to the website? Just go to LifeMarkMovie.com. We're telling people go to LifeMarkMovie.com and you can type in a little uh, type in your zip code in a little box there, and then all the theaters near you will come up. Uh, we've been in theaters since this last weekend, and it's uh, been having just great responses from people. People are loving the movie, but it will likely only last until Thursday uh, unless people go see it these last couple of days. And that could push it in to the theaters for the next weekend. Uh, but don't wait because you might miss the window. It's open definitely till Thursday. So go check it out. All right. Everybody needs to support this movie. This man of God is doing a tremendous work. Kurt, we just thank you so much for taking the time. I know you have a super busy schedule, especially this week, but we love you, man. And please uh, touch base with us sometime soon. Let us know what we can do to help support. Okay. Thank you, Todd, for all the great uh, work that you're doing. Thank you for helping us spread the word. We just, we just pray that God will use this to impact the nation. And um, I'm just so grateful to be uh, in the battle with you. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate you so much. Please say hello to your sister and your wife and everybody. And we'll be back with the Todd Kogner Show. All right. Are you okay with people knowing that you're adopted? Yes. Mostly. Not really. Do you remember asking to see that when you were about eight years old? How old were they? I think she was 18. And he was 17. I honestly had no idea that this many people were wanting to adopt. Imagine how scared she must have been. She was pregnant when she graduated. And then the decision to place you for adoption. God, if you're there, please protect him and watch over him. There's a birth mother on the line with a question for you. It must have been the hardest decision of her entire life. Hello? But she loved you. And I'm so glad that she made the choice that she did. I've always wondered if my biological parents think about me. Today's David's 18th birthday. You want to talk to him? I don't think he'd want to talk to me. There's only one way to find out. I guess maybe I didn't want to feel different. You didn't want to be an idiot. I didn't want to be different. Different. Okay, good. That's a lot better. God gave you to me and Mom as a gift. And you will always be our son. Is that your birth mom? She wants to meet. Really? This is huge! Hey, what's up, Emily? How's it going? That's Elizabeth. Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning in to today's broadcast. We just want to honor you and thank you from the bottom of our heart 
you know, obviously the grace of God and his favor is on this ministry, but also your listener support is what gets us through. We are seeing win after win. I'm telling you, amazing things are happening. Uh, We are not losing this battle. We're taking back the territory for the kingdom of God. And that's why he's raising up a remnant. And this remnant is taking back this nation. And so we're doing it by the power of the Holy Spirit, by spreading truth and informing people, waking people up, getting people saved, set free, healed, delivered. But it's your listener support that allows us to do these things. And so I just want to thank you. Uh, if you have a heart to give today, you can go to toddcoconato.com slash give, toddcoconato.com slash give and help fund our efforts. We are actionable and we are not going to back down. We're not going to grow weary in doing good. We know that the Lord is with us even until the end of the age. And so we will continue to do what we do. And we just thank you again for your heart to support these efforts. May God bless you and thank you for being the remnant.